Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Random Berpulis. Host, thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We are going to have que vamos a tener a great show for you today. Vamos a tener un programa pero perfecto esta tarde. We are going to have a great program this afternoon, folks. Welcome aboard. Anyhow, Rose Williams is the sound off, or is it just me? When you say off, is it too loud? Is it too soft? Let me know. So I need to know what adjustments I need to make. I just kind of hit it, and I noticed some of the thing kind of chaptered out. So let me know how it sounds, people. Is it okay? Is it okay? Is it okay? Melanie, welcome aboard. She says, hey all. Courtney, the SLP de Houston, Texas. Greeting, she says. Welcome aboard. Alistair Waters, how are you doing, my friend? Thanks for being here. And we, of course, we have the El Señor Maywood. Maywood says, hello, everyone. And how and how are we all doing today? Michael Rudnan says replying to audio is fine on Twitch. Okay, so please check. Nanette Bird-Smith just chimed in. Welcome aboard, Nanette Bird-Smith. AVQ has his... Oh, Deb Denny was the first one to put something in the chat. So you are the winner today, Deb Denny. Welcome aboard. She says, you know, in, in Spanish, we said, we normally say presente, which means present, but you said present and accounted for welcome my dear sister how are you doing anyhow michael rudnin's report is here he says new york blight or new york bite lease sales ends with usd 4.37 billion dollars in secured for u.s treasury once you put up a wind turbine the source of your energy production is pretty much free for a country so focused on economic gains this is how renewable energy should be seen and also marketed, senor, marketed. You have to market it that way as well. If you don't, it gives these others the opportunity to sell it for you. So, Michael, you need to be plastering that all over the Internet. Stop selling it as this green energy thing and not, exp and not say, hey, you build it once, energy forever. Well, you know we, what we mean there. You put it in the right words the truth these companies know their return on investment is secure now let's do this with the rest of our coastline more okay there you go michael running also says united nations votes to condemn russia's invasion of ukraine and calls for a withdrawal in an emergency session 141 of the 193 member states voted for the resolution 35 abstained and five voted against i wonder which five i bet that is going to be vietnam no no not vietnam that's going to be syria i bet i bet that's going to be belarus i don't think kachastan probably abstained i'd like to know who the five are all right michael rundin says the rise and fall of the riskiest asteroid in a decade initial observations of an asteroid's dove 2022 ae1 showed a potential earth impact on july 4th 2023 not enough time to attempt deflection and large enough to do real damage to local area should it strike. It has since been confirmed that 2022 AE1 will not impact Earth and has been removed from ESA's, the European Space Agency's, risk list. The initial strike zone calculated for this 70 meter as 70 meters was a splashdown anywhere around the equator from the Indian Ocean through Indonesia to the Pacific Ocean, fortunately. This will be a near miss in our solar system shooting gallery. Interesting if that hit. If you have a 70 meter device hits at the speeds that they fly. Actually, at 7 meters when it hits our atmosphere, it will start breaking up. But that could create a lot of mini tsunamis. 
Anyhow, a few true, think about a ship, if it hits within a few miles of a ship, and that wave that will come and just turn that ship around, turn it over, eh? A few true statements from Biden's State of the Union speech. By the end of this year, the deficit will be down to less than half what it was before I took office. The only president ever to cut the deficit by more than $1 trillion in a single year. Though I would have preferred the deficit spending continues during these times of crisis on infrastructure investment and student loan debt forgiveness. Under my plan, nobody earns less than $400,000 a year will pay an additional penny new taxes, not a single penny. This is true, though. Biden's plans requires a corporate tax increase. The $2 the two trillion tax cut passed in the previous administration benefited the top 1% of Americans. I have a tape to play that, that particular segment and the reaction from the Republicans on, 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 on him just telling the truth, right? Anyhow, great stuff, great stuff, great stuff. Let's see, May Wood says, check your volume, May. Eh? Okay, let's see what else we got. It's not working on Facebook, but YouTube is okay. I hope you get it fixed, my dear beautiful Rose. Tom C says, with headset sounds, sound plays loud in both ears during intro, then cuts lower to one ear, then program begins. You know, um, I've been getting that this mic that we bought is mono. We have to find a way to actually convert to uh, have it go onto both channels. Uh, Michael Rudnan says, Egberto's 70-meter asteroid strike is enough to destroy a city. It is a direct hit, if, uh, if it's a direct hit. Anything larger than 30 meter punches straight through the atmosphere, unless if it's a rubble pile. Not sure how big of a tsunami it would have created if it hits the ocean. Um, we can calculate that based on the amount of energy and the potential mass of something. If we can figure out what the density of the asteroid is, and we know the mass, we can pretty much tell you how much energy would be dissipated in the ocean. And pretty much how much water that means it will lift, right? Conservation of energy. Rose Williams says, replying, don't know uh, then why I can't hear anything on Facebook. Everything else has audio though. No sé qué está pasando mi hermana. I don't know. Anyhow, um, let's talk about the State of the Union. What, what's your thoughts on the State of the Union? I want you to gui- guys to start telling me your thoughts as I'm going to say what I have to say. I tell you what, before I say what I have to say, let me play Biden because did I, I, I didn't load that sucker. Didn't I load it? No, I didn't load it. No, I didn't load it. I thought I did. I thought I did. Let me go ahead and load it right now because what I want to do, guys, I have some issues with the State of the Union, um, but all in all, I think he did a darn good job, right? I'm going to say that straight up. But let's go ahead and listen to the part that really, that I kind of liked. And it, it really, because... It, it felt like uh, you're, you're, when you have a large audience, you tell an important truth. Check this out. The pandemic has been punishing, and so many families are living paycheck to paycheck, struggling to keep up with the rising cost of food, gas, housing, and so much more. I understand, like many of you did. My dad had to leave his home in Scranton, Pennsylvania, to find work. So like many of you, I grew up in a family when the price of food went up, it was felt throughout the family. It had an impact. That's when one of the first things I did as president was fight to pass the American Rescue Plan. Because people were hurting, we needed to act, and we did. Few pieces of legislation have done more at a critical moment in our history to lift us out of a crisis. 
It fueled our efforts to vaccinate the nation and combat COVID-19, delivered immediate economic relief to tens of millions of Americans. It helped put food on the table. Remember those long lines of cars waiting for hours just to get a box of food put in their trunk? It cut the cost of health care insurance. And as my dad used to say, it gave the people just a little bit of breathing room. Unlike the $2 trillion tax cut passed in the previous administration that benefited the top 1% of Americans, the American Rescue Plan, <laughs> the American Rescue Plan helped working people and left no one behind. <laughs> Folks, And it worked. It worked. <laughs> it worked. We created jobs, lots of jobs. In fact, our economy created over 6.5 million new jobs just last year. More jobs in one year than ever before in the history of the United States of America. And that is a fact, right? All of those are facts. I mean, these numbers are astounding. And the fact that we cannot get that over, I mean, people, are, you know, I, I, the reporters get on my nerves because they're like, well, yes, all those numbers are great, but look at how people are feeling, right? Well, the people are feeling that way because you are making them feel that way. You are telling, you are not telling them how good things are. You are not, to, and if you ask individuals, how are you doing? I am doing fine, but the economy is terrible. Why? Because that's what I hear on TV. Oh, yeah, the, the groceries are expensive, but I'm making more money than I did before, so I really don't feel the pain. Remember, the groceries and everything are more expensive, not because there's a shortage at all. It's because the corporatists want to pill for you. And instead of the media telling the truth and saying, you know, there's no reason for those eggs to cost more, you know. Those guys just do it because they know that you will still buy it at that price. You know, there's no reason for bread to cost more, you know. You know, there's no reason for uh, the pork to be more expensive, you know. In fact, there's some of these products that should drop in price after the pandemic was over. Because, you know, as we're paying our employees less now that we don't have all that overtime that we're paying to some of them, you know. There are a lot of costs that why do you think if you go to wall street the profits are through the roof they're saying they're raising prices because of because it things cost more but somehow their 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 profits are going up people we have to start thinking on our own so i'll talk about the speech in a minute after i read some of what you guys have to say here yvette avery heron welcome aboard uh let's see uh courtney says robinette is listing these problems like he's not in control the CEOs and corporation donors are his friends, out not ours. Absolutely so. Uh, E2247 says, on 2-22-28, day before yesterday, most politically and economically disturbing reports since 1998 came from the IPC, Climate Change 2022, Impacts, Adaptation, and Vulnerability. IPC Press Conference, Climate 2022, Adaptation. E2247 says, why did not Biden speak on that issue? Again, I'm going to talk about that in a minute. Uh, fact check. The president said our economy created over 6.5 million new jobs just last year. More jobs in one year than ever before. That's true based on raw numbers, but not on a percentage basis. The claim also doesn't acknowledge unique economic condition created 
by the COVID-19 pandemic. But you know what? For any time presidents speak, speak about their, their job growth in their, in their during that time, if they, all, if they come after a recession, doesn't that really apply as well? But they all claim it anyway. Uh, we know what the truth is, however. Carl Cox, America can reduce the deficit if we may. Oh, and by the way, for the fact check, the fact checks are generally selective these days, right? In other, in other words, I, I, I like that one because it says factually, numerically, it is true. But remember where we're coming from. It gives some context. But it always seems like the only time we get context is when the left does well. When the other side do well, they, you know, uh, they go out and say whatever they want to say. But that's for another day. All right, Rosewoodham says, I am in, I'm an Egypt. I turned off all notification sounds before the meeting I was in, and apparently that turns off FB sound. Who knew? I didn't. Nanette Birdsmith says, Michael Rudden, I have to ask, and? <laughs> all right. Um, and Rose, uh, Nanette Birdsmith says to Rose Williams, Rose Williams, I have to laugh with you, girl. Now, Courtney SLP says, aren't many things from the American Rescue Plan, like the child tax credit, no longer being offered? I'm glad you raised that up because that is true. The $300 per child that was, that was, being, that was given to parents are no longer there. They're, look, the tax credit is still there. The increased in tax credit is no longer there. Is, uh, so it's going to throw a whole bunch of kids right back into poverty, the ones that it took out. Michael Rudnan says, uh, and I agree with Egberto's assessment. Uh, thank you, uh, Rudnan. Let's see. Carl Cox, read Carl Cox's comment, please. Didn't I just read your comment? America can reduce the deficit if we make the mega rich and mega corporations pay their fair share of taxes, something they haven't done since Reagan was president. No more corporate welfare. I agree we should have no more corporate welfare, but let's get a little bit deeper, right? If we stopped indexing, or rather, if we stopped collecting, stop, if, if we made Social Security billable on your totality of income, Social Security would not have a problem and we would actually be able to reduce the amount that Social Security, the, the amount we bill for Social Security. If everybody, whatever income they make, and, and look, the distinction between capital gains and income needs to be taken away. Okay, distinction between capital gains and income must be taken away. If you if, if somebody has interest in a bank and they make some money on that interest, they pay whether they take that money out of the bank or leave it in the bank. Same with capital gains. You say, well, you can lose money on capital gains. The, the price of the stock could go down. True. And when the price of the stock go down, you adjust your, your taxes accordingly. Right. It's that simple. We need to have, well, well, not that simple. I'm talking about realized, realized capital gains, okay? Not capital gains and stocks being held. I mean realized capital gains, meaning that you sold a stock. But secondly, we need to have a tax on assets. All the average regular American citizen pay taxes on assets. You have a car. Every year, you have to pay registration on that car and the taxes on that car. That's a property tax. Every year... You pay, uh, I mean, it, that, that's a capital tax. Every year, you pay several thousand dollars for your, your home, your home the, the taxes for your home, property taxes on your home. That's a capital tax. So what makes stocks any different than your home, your car, or anything else that is considered capital? You see, 
the way we have arranged this by choice is to give free will to the wealthy and then we pick up the slack and pay everything else. It's time for people to understand these things so that they do differently. Now, as far as the speech is concerned, as far as the speech is concerned, here's what I think. Biden gave a fairly centrist speech with a little bit of red meat for the left. In other words, for people who want... And when I say the left, I'm talking about the majority of Americans, the 60 and 70% of Americans that want the policies that were defined in Build Back Better, meaning family leave, child care, uh, health care, reduce, uh, reduce costs for drugs. All Americans want that. All Americans want that. Okay? Every single American want that. But he just kind of tacitly talked about that. But he didn't lean into it. He needed to use this opportunity, in my, in my humble opinion, to lean into it, but not only lean into these... Well, uh, welcome aboard, Bridge MCP. Welcome aboard, Eric. Carl Cox. He needed to lean into it in what way? He needed to let Americans know that he was on their side. When it came to inflation, he needed to tell the truth about inflation. Not say, I am a capitalist, and capitalism without competition is extortion or, or capitalism without uh, competition. And he used a special word for it. That's not what he should have said. He is giving the capitalists a break. These guys are pilfering American citizens and then they blame, they blame Biden. So he allows them to keep blaming him. You did this, Biden. You're causing inflation. You're causing all these things. When the culprit, the ones who are causing inflation, all around, the ones responsible for inflation is the private sector. First of all, they're increasing prices much faster than any price increase they have. The reason for the price increases are their failures. Whatever happened to accountability? Whatever happened to be accountable for just-in-time inventory failing? Whatever happened to be accountable for offshoring failing? And how did those two fail? They failed the supply line. The supply line for certain products mean we have a shortage of certain products. And then who pays? You do. And it's not only that you pay more, right? Because here's the, here's the interesting thing. Because I, I want to show you the rip off that capitalism is with the way supply and demand works, right? Let me, I, I, want you to sh I want to show you this. And I want you guys to go through the enumeration with me slowly. I'm going to try to do this slowly. There was a time that a lot of products was ma were made in America. And these products, the, the, the furthest distance they had to go is 3,000 miles from one coast to the other. Or maybe some were made in Alaska and, and, and Hawaii a bit more. But we used to make things here. So transportation cost was minimal. And, it, and, and, and delivery was always away. I mean, if you manufacture in North Carolina, South Carolina, California, Oregon, all these places... If there's a hurricane in North Carolina, you can bring in from your store in, in, in uh, California, etc. That's perfect, right? It works. But uh, in America, we, we also have a good standard of living. We want to pay good wages. Well, what does the capitalist say? The capitalist says, my sole purpose in life is to maximize profits for the shareholders and bonuses for the executives. That's their sole purpose. Milton Friedman, the king, said, 
You don't have to worry about society. You don't have to worry about doing what is right. He said that. That's the definition of capitalism. Good. So, that, that's where we're at. That's how we used to do things. Now, they discovered offshoring and they put all these products to be made overseas. What that means is that when a product could have gotten to you in a week, it now takes six weeks to two months to three months to get to you. So that you have to pre-plan, manufacture way overseas. You have to pre-plan going through customs. You have to pre-plan the shipping charges. You have to pre-plan that it's going to have some import charges if you haven't bribed the government to, to remove it from the, the list of products that, that have high uh, import fees on. You do that? But the, the slave labor overseas is so much less than the slave labor in the United States that you still make a bigger profit by doing it overseas. But there's a catch. If overseas that factory burns down, there is a war, there's a tornado or, or a hurricane in the ocean that has these ships diverting, suddenly your supply chain is in danger because you are using just-in-time inventory. And just-in-time inventory says, you don't have these big warehouses where you store two or three months worth of goods. It, it's funny. Check this out. If you had those goods in America, you'd store three or four months worth of goods. But, you know, it takes you three or four months to get your products over to America. But you don't store it. You just have just-in-time. 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 So the first time something happens, a pandemic, where places in China shut down, your supply chain is shot. So you made a big profit by having just-in-time inventory by offshoring a big profit. But here is what hurts the most. When you start to have supply chain problems, in other words, your supply chain is now hosed. So what happens now? You have less product to sell. You raise the prices of the product you sell because you have less of it with the same type of demand. So you raise the prices because you have less demand. So you profit off of your own failure. Capitalism is a system that allows you to profit off of failure. You fail to, you fail to create a, a supply line you fail to realize that if you don't build things over here, that can happen. And when you have failed and you don't have the amount of products that you have, you have the ultimate right to raise the price of that product to whatever value you want it to be, right? And charge more. So you don't only make more profit on the limited supply. Your profit margin actually increases. Because you're, you're investing in less material to make more profit. You're screwed. The American people get screwed all around. It's a system that justifies failure. Okay? It's amazing. It's amazing that people don't understand that, look, this supply and demand sounds good in practice. And when, when it comes to offshoring and the shortages, in my, in my opinion, when, when, when shortages occur because of the failure of the system, they should eat the, they should eat the, the charges, right? 
And that is what I'm talking about. So what did, where did I think Biden fail? I think Biden once should get some pelotas and, you know, don't even worry about the next election. Start putting these types of statements at hand. The reason we have inflation is because of failure of the private sector. The reason you're paying more prices is that same private sector wants to monopolize on their own failures. And then you explain it over and over and over again. Who, who doesn't understand what I just said? Who, who agrees with what I just said? I'd love to hear from, from you talking about this. Do you agree with this? Uh, Eric Hayes with his one word, Biden inflation. Please explain, Eric, since you were... I mean, Eric, I want to I address something, Eric, says because it, it is something that these people that don't think well on the right talks about, and I want to say that, don't think right on the, uh, correctly. Uh, he said, uh, I want to hear this. Here, here's what he says. So the small company can carry expensive inventory and it doesn't move via sales. You're up a creek, friend. I am a small company and I carried inventory that lasted me the necessary amount of time given that it took my books approximately six weeks to make and ship here and it wasn't overseas, it was from another company and I kept supply. If you cannot have your supply, you don't have a business, you have a hobby. If you cannot run a business like a business, it's not a business, it's a hobby. You, you invest in your you invest in your inventory once and at that point it's a constant flow so you are it, it is clear eric that you don't know business you invent you invest in inventory in a particular product once and then from then on it's a chain okay but what happens is the capitalists want to maximize everything that they take out. Let me go to the question in now. And, and does everybody understand the, the argument that I or the debate, the, the discussion that I just had there? If anybody has any issues with um, with the way I said it, I'd love to hear it so that I can, you know, allure uh, what what says. Okay, any employer that pays your workers so little. Well, let me back up, back up. Oh wow, got a lot of whoa, got a lot of mail here. All right, I'm going to go through all of them, guys. I'm going to go through all of them. We are the naysayers today. Maybe we all peaceful show. We, we'll have a peaceful show. <laughs> Funny. Uh, let's see what else we have here. AVQ says, any employer that pays your workers so little that they require government assistance to make, uh, make do should be fined 110% of that amount of government assistance. To do that, you'll watch so many people's wages increase. I agree 100%. Uh, uh, the address last night was not good at all. Had an opportunity to reset and lower the suffering to come with gas prices. Please tell me, uh, Eric, we're a capitalist society. It is the capitalists who are raising the prices. Please tell me what in Biden's speech would have done better. You know what I would like Biden to have said? We are going to national, since, since the oil companies are unable to provide gas at the appropriate prices, we will nationalize the industry. Would you like that? We could take the pain away from Americans immediately. Nationalize it. National, that's what you want. You want Biden to go up there and say, this is how I'm going to serve, take care of your pain. I'm going to stop those capitalists from making over 200% profit on that barrel of oil. I am going to nationalize the oil industry. That's the only solution there is. So therefore, you must be, you, you must be saying you support the nationalization of the oil industry. And I'm for that. Michael Rudnan says, any employer that pays your work, I read that one already. Uh, let's see. By choosing to only release 30 million barrels of oil from the reserve, Biden won't make a dent in the price. This will be consumed in two days 
And fact is, he's not ramping up production to lower the pay. I don't want him to. Why should he ramp up production? We have enough production around the world. All we need to do is make sure that we, we, we use it effectively. Right now, this is a game that OPEC and other oil producers are playing to do exactly what I say. Create a shortage, ship less material, your profit margin goes through the roof, and you will see it. Speech is terrible. It's great to give one word state. Oh, the speech is terrible. Tell me what would you have said differently, or what, what have you heard that could be said differently? All right, let's see. Uh, para ver, para ver, para ver. Nanette Bird-Smith says, Hayes and your comp... <laughs> uh, I believe that they're trying to get Senate vote to get back the child tax credit. It was discussed during the meeting today. That would be a good thing. Uh, let's see what else. Michael Rodney says, Today's IPCC report is an atlas of human suffering and a damning indictment of failed climate leadership. United Nations Secretary General Antonio Gutierrez said in a statement, With fact upon fact, the report reveals how people and the planet are getting clobbered by climate change. Uh, let's see what else we got here. What else we got here? Uh, Eric Hayes says, no, I'm not reading that one. Uh, Carl Cox says, accountability doesn't apply to the mega rich and mega corporation. They are allowed to do what they want, crushing the little guy. And not only that, they fail so much. All our economic failures are directly attributable to them, to, to, to their greed and also many times to their lack of to, to, to them not knowing much. Like we've said in this, this place, all of you here have the ability to be rich because I guarantee you that most of you, I don't quite believe completely in IQ tests because it's culturally based, etc. But I will warrant that just about everybody here has a comparable IQ to any billion, any average billionaire out there. But you know, they want to look like they're special. You know what makes them special? Many of them are or, or uh, what, what's the word? Psychopaths. That's what they are. Many of them are psychopaths. All right. Okay, let's see what else here. Bridge MCP says, Eric, bond reform and other things on your agenda is fine, but there are other issues too. In fact, I'm interviewing after this show a guy on bond, uh, one of the city council men in Houston, on the bond issue. And you will hear what I expect to be an intelligent conversation because... He wants, I think, everyone to believe that uh, somehow these judges are doing crazy things. So I want him to go ahead and make his point. As you know, this platform belongs to everybody. Lee Grant says, The speech was terrible. Putin will never again, never gain the hearts and souls of the Iranian people. Oh, so he had a slip of the tongue and it's the end of the story. Donald Trump talked gibberish all of the times and I don't remember any of you complaining. Look. I've made the mistake instead of saying Ukrainian just because it's Iranian, saying Iranian. We know it's, we all knew it was Ukrainian. That wasn't a terrible speech. That was a very, very well written speech. Not what I would have said because I would have gone at the corporations. I would have I wouldn't have given the corporations a break by saying, "Oh, uh, corporate, you know, uh, capitalism without competition is not it's not uh, it's not capitalism. It is whatever word he uses all the time." All right. Eric Hayes says, Egberto, I, I carried that one already. Let's see. Lee Grant, the right-wing bubble loves to pounce on the least, the least misspeak from the opposition. You know what's funny about that? Iran has been mentioned in every State of the Union speech for the last 20 years. All right. Let's see what else we have. Bridge NCP says, watching, click the thumbs up. Yes, folks, click that thumbs up on YouTube. We need those thumbs up on YouTube. We can't do this without you. We need you. We need you. All right, continuing with, let's see, Bidenflation. That's such a silly word, right? 
it just shows a lack of understanding of, of, of economics and much more. But hey, I can't, I can't help it if you f refuse to learn, right? Uh, let's see. Let's see what else we got here. Rose Williams says, how is it that Biden is to blame for inflation when this period of inflation is global? Blaming him is nonsense. A good deal of the problem is price gouging. Another part of the problem is JIT not working under its current circumstances. And the rest is just a consequence of globally fighting a pandemic for two years. You know, that's an intelligent answer, Rose. Intelligent, measured answer. I would be a little bit harder on the corporations, but measured answer, right? It's amazing that many who purport to be fairly smart don't do that. Link time. Thank you so kindly, my dear, beautiful Deb Denny. Hey, folks, please, if you are on YouTube, please go ahead and click that join button. Become a part of our YouTube posse. We need hundreds. Actually, we lost about, I think, five or six users in the last month. We need to actually start going back on the incline. So please, 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 please go ahead and sign up for our YouTube channel. Click that join button and become a part. And for now, please remember this. Dr. Willis, as host of Politics Done Right, a progressive radio media show on Pacifica Networks, KPFT 90.1 FM Houston, that engages all ideologies. I found that our political angst isn't mostly ideological. There is a well-designed effort by many in power to control us. If we are at each other's throats, we are less likely to demand our economic and local wishes. In that light, I wrote three books. I wrote the first one titled, As I See It, Class Warfare, The Only Resort to Right-Wing Doom to Describe the Entire Economy in a Manner We Can All Understand. It highlights why it was designed to pill for most as it empowers a few, the chosen. The second book, titled, It's Worth It, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relatives, Friends, and Neighbors, Take It to the Next Level. After understanding how the system pilfers, it is incumbent that we can speak to our peers to empower a change. The third book, how to Make America Utopia, Take Away the Economy from Those Who Rigged It, gives us a place to land. After learning about our economy that is dysfunctional for most and learning how to engage the other side, we point out what would make an economy that works for all. Each book stands on its own, but together they provide the full picture. Please consider getting one or more. You will undoubtedly learn, be entertained, and help us continue the mission with our blogs, articles, videos, and books. Absolutely so. Absolutely so. And folks, you can get those books at this link here, politicsandright.com slash books, politicsandright.com slash books. You can alternatively help us keep this show going, keep this show funded by going to politicsandright.com slash Patreon, politicsandright.com slash Patreon. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. And likewise, PayPal. We love PayPal. Actually, we get the best bang for the buck at PayPal politicsunright.com slash PayPal. One time, either do it one time or create a subscription. I'd love for you to subscribe uh, to, to us via PayPal. That would be wonderful. Uh, we have some new products in our store. Please go ahead and visit us at politicsunright.com slash store, politicsunright.com slash store. And once again, politicsunright.com slash books to get our books. Please go ahead and get those books. Get one, two, three. I tell you, it's really, really worth it. Now, the all if you want to find out all the different ways in which you can support this channel, this support this program, please go to politicsandright.com slash support, politicsandright.com slash support. Don't forget, this weekend, please sign up for Ask Egberto Anything and just come on our Zoom. Just visit our Zoom, Ask Egberto Anything, and let's talk. Let's have a conversation. 
I'd like to, you know, see you face to face or even just voice to face or face to voice or whatever. Come hang with us and let's have a little chat this Saturday at 12 noon. It's very important that I, I love the camaraderie, the talking among us, etc. But please, again, we need your support. Politicsandright.com slash PayPal. Best way to support. And if you want to find all the different ways to support, politicsandright.com slash support. All right, continuing with the program we have. Let's see what else we got here. Daniel Ledo said something that I wanted to talk about because he said just-in-time inventory saves money. You're right. When just-in-time inventory works, which is most of the times, by the way, I won't lie about that, because most of the time you don't have severe disruptions like a pandemic or a hurricane, although we'll have a lot more hurricanes subsequently, or other things, or, or strikes overseas, etc. You don't have a lot of that. So yes, it is Mr. Ledo, in fact, um, it saves money. But I could also say, uh, after 72 years old, the medical costs for people are too high, so let's not give them particular types of health care, just let them die. I could also say, you know what, uh, certain people are unproductive, let's just forego investing anything into them, it's cheaper, it costs us less, or taxes would go down. There's a difference between things cost more, costing less, or saving money, and another thing called humanity. There are a lot of things we could do cheaper. A lot of things. But you don't. And you don't do it because we don't, we don't cater life to business. We cater business to life. In other words, we care more about humanity. And we, 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 we talk about the humanity, the social structures we want. And then we build business around that. The problem with too many is they think about business first. Whenever... You, whenever you hear somebody say, when you talk about a social program, whenever you hear them say, how will that affect business? You know that is somebody who favors capital over humanity. Capital over humanity. The first thing you decide as a society is you say, these are the things we want. We want to have affordable child care. Actually, I'd like free child care, meaning paid for by the system, a baseline. Child care education up to a four-year four degree. Uh, we, we want all these good things that we want everybody to be able to play on the same even. Why do I want all those things for everybody? Because if you are rich, if you are rich, think about this. What happens if you are rich is something very important. Not all people have the same options. So what I'm going to do right now, before I continue, is play a video. And because I want you to see how, why we are so misinformed. In this case, it has to do with Ukraine and how it is defined. But I want you to understand what is actually occurring. Is this the right video? Let me see if this is the right video. I am not sure. Bear with me one second as I validate it. It probably is not the right video. Uh, let's see. Rusty War used to... Uh, no, <clears throat> this is not the right one. Let me go ahead and, and provide you guys with the appropriate one. Bear with me one second because I want you to see how this stuff is advertised overseas. Here we go. This is it. I think this one is it. This is it. Check it out.
unthinkable has happened to them. And this is not a developing third world nation. This is Europe. As you're talking to us, Matthew, we're playing in the latest pictures of some of the refugees trying to get on trains or trying to get out of Ukraine. And, and what's compelling is just looking at them, the way they're dressed. These are prosperous, middle-class people. These are not obviously refugees trying to get away from areas in the Middle East that are still in a big state of war. These are not people trying to get away from areas in North Africa. They look like any European family that you would live next door to. People are hiding out in bomb shelters, but this isn't a place, with all due respect, um, you know, like Iraq or Afghanistan that has seen conflict raging for decades. You know, this is a relatively civilized, uh, relatively European, I have to choose those words carefully too, a uh, city where you wouldn't expect that or hope that it's going to happen. I hope you understand that. That has to do with Ukraine. It's with Ukraine and how Ukraine is characterized and how a certain sect, a certain people, it's assumed that they should be okay or it's assumed that they are meritorious of a certain type of life and that this life that is occurring in Ukraine right now is somehow... It's not for them. It's not for them. But it's for those people over there in Africa, in the Northeast, or rather in the Mid Middle East. But you know why I wanted to play this here alongside with, let's say, the Biden speech? Because the same thing occurs over and over again, not only with these issues relative to, let's say, war, but relative to health care, relative to so much more. And what I want you guys to envision here is how the media plays into your own beliefs, how the media makes your creates your own prejudices you're a great person you're a nice person i'm speaking to people in general you're a nice person but the media the media is there to help shape think about that i want you guys to think about that but anyhow let me go back to the questions and see what else people are saying here okay let's see we have daniel ado just in time inventor works well until there's an emergency and then you get failures leading to crashes. Robustness is required for any critical resources, even if such isn't a profitable one. You know, a few months ago, I played you guys a piece about healthcare and vaccines and having MREs and those things in storage. And, and the idea was there's no profit in that, right? And that is why there are certain parts of our system that should not be relegated to the government. I mean, to, to the private sector, because there's no profit. You just do it in case. Think about this. If we had, if we had planned for all these issues, the possibility of pandemic, which is unheard of, if we had planned for it, think about it. What would have happened then if it weren't for 
if, if we had the, our medical system outside of that system, or the private sector, what would have happened is we would have been prepared for the pandemic. People would have had masks on. We would have had so much, so many other things going. But no, why not? Okay, Eric hit. He called the Ukrainian Iranian people. Oh, so he had a slip of the tongue. My God, none of us ever do that, right? Okay, Daniel Ledo says, how can you tell an ideological radical? They say things like Egberto just did. That is the only solution. That is ideological rigidity. Ideological rigidity is a hallmark of intransigent radical. I want to correct you. If I say the only way for this piece of paper to get wet is if I put a liquid on it, not if I blow air on it. That's an absolute statement. There are certain statements that are, in fact, absolute. Okay? So let's remember that, Daniel. Certain statements are, in fact, absolute. Pretty good for a guy who used to stutter. I tell you, isn't he a blessing to the persons, to the people who stutter? Absolutely so. Thank you for reminding me about that, Rose. That's why I love all you guys. Bruce says, I miss your election wrap-up. Mike C. has to, again. <laughs> I got you. We'll talk. Hey, we, you can talk with me anytime, Bruce. And you must give me a call sometime too, Bruce. Give me a text. Hey, Egberto, you're not busy. Let's have a little chat. You know I love talking to you, man. All right, let's see what else we have here. Let's see. Fred, let's see. You, Fred Flintstone drillers, listen up. How many new cars have you bought in the last 20 years? I've only bought one brand new vehicle. What I've learned is that buying a new was a waste of money when I could but use and get the same warranty or less. Electric car prices are going down. If you're paying attention to know, the used electric vehicle prices are affordable to those who want one. This is the classic case of greed along with knowing that oil will become a past thought. Fleming, from your tongue to my ears to all of our ears, you're so right. Daniela Do says, Maywood, my solution involves an open mind. We have already established Egberto is a closed-minded radical, so any solutions I may propose will be dismissed. Actually, Daniel, no. I think you have corrected me on a few issues, and I've acknowledged that, Daniel. Why would you do that, Daniel? Why would you do that, Daniel? I want... Um, I want you guys... It's always a 2-3 number. It's always a 2-3 number, Ashley. Okay. Now, uh, uh, let's see. Maywood, my solution involves an open mind. We have already established Egberto as a closed mind. I don't think I am. Okay, let's continue. All right, unrealistic. No one wants a car that is so expensive and inconvenient. How many do you see on the road now? And how many garages do you see that can serve them? Okay, another one, Maywood. Whoa, got booted out for a minute. Why did you get booted out? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I want to play a video for a second because I got to do something real quick and come back with you. As host of politics and right, a progressive radio media show on Pacifica Networks, KPFD 9.1 FM Houston, that engages all ideologies, I found that our political angst isn't mostly ideological. There is a well-designed effort by many in power to control us. If we are at each other's throats, we are less likely to demand our economic and local wishes. 
In that light, I wrote three books. I wrote the first one titled, As I See It, Class Warfare, The Only Resort to Right-Wing Doom to describe the entire economy in a manner we can all understand. It highlights why it was designed to pill for most as it empowers a few, the chosen. The second book, titled, It's Worth It, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relatives, Friends, and Neighbors, Take It to the Next Level. After understanding how the system pilfers, it is incumbent that we can speak to our peers to empower a change. The third book, how to make America utopia, take away the economy from those who rigged it, gives us a place to land. After learning about our economy that is dysfunctional for most and learning how to engage the other side, we point out what would make an economy that works for all. Each book stands on its own, but together they provide the full picture. Please consider getting one or more. You will undoubtedly learn, be entertained, and help us continue the mission with our blogs, articles, videos, and books. I had to do that because I had to do I had to step away for a quick quick reason but anyhow we're back anyhow continuing with the messages folks continuing with the messages continuing with the messages uh, Jit, go for it. Yes. Oh, my God. Rose Williams says, I don't understand the childishness I see from many in this country where anything they don't like is the fault of the current administration. And that goes for both sides. I agree with you, Rose. And they expect instant solutions for every problem. That kind of attitude is unrealistic. Problems are going to arise. Did you think you were living in heaven? The important thing is to face them and find a reasonable solution. Rose, I think... That is the most adult message everyone on our program right now should, uh, should heed. And you know what? That goes for me as well. I love that, that, that message, Rose. I love it. You're absolutely right. Daniel Ledo says, I could say unicorns exist. I could say, oh boy. All right, let's see what else we get here. Okay. Now, Rose, the number of electric cars are going up in my rural area also. Becoming, becoming much more popular. All right, Carl Cox. The GOP and their puppet masters are responsible for inflation, not moderates, not liberals, not small business. Very true, Carl Cox. Nanette Birdsmith says, No, Eric Hayes, I am in SWFL. Eric Hayes. They are getting bombed by a dictator and nothing being done as they could have supplied Ukraine way before the invasion, but America said no. Well, you know who in America said no? Donald Trump. He's the one who was holding them hostage. Remember that? Please remember that, Eric Hayes. Remember that's why he got impeached? He was holding back arms from them, Eric Hayes? Please remember that. Please! Okay, let's continue. Let's continue. Mike Paul Fleming says, oh, that's Eric. Daniel Ledo say, so the media is racist. Journalists are the only ones saying this. Hmm, no. It's not at all. But you see, the reason I, I use journalists as an example is that journalists are there to inform and people have a certain amount of credibility that they give journalists. And when journalists put those, those, those things in your mind, that is what you think. You start to think, well, the Ukrainians are not deserving of that bad treatment because of their hue, but those people in the Middle East, they're used to that kind of stuff. How often do we forget Bosnia-Herzegovina? Remember Bosnia-Herzegovina and Serbia? Remember those wars? Remember uh, the Irish wars? Remember the British-Scotch wars? I can name you all these different, these different instantiations in time. 
when the behavior of a group of people were just like the behavior of the people we like to call terrorists in the Middle East. I can tell you, all people behave the same when they think something has been taken from them that is deservedly theirs. And until it's resolved, they fight. And it doesn't matter, Hugh, because we are all, as we should know, all humans with the same emotions, with the same wants, with the same in inherent values. But capitalism, believe it or not, needs to make a change in, 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 in a distinction. But that's for another day. Eric Hayes says, Egberto, you have the perfect radio voice for sure. Eric, why are you giving me a compliment, Eric? You know I love you, but you don't have to give me a compliment for me to love you, brother. You're my, you're my, you're my little brother. I don't remember if you're older or younger than me, but you're my brother. All right. Daniel Lido says, Charles Cunningham won the Republican primary for Texas House. Care to tell me again how racism is rampant in the Republican Party? There's racism in both parties, Daniel, and Cunningham is a friend of mine, a friend of mine that I always give a hard time to for being a Republican because he is a, he is a very competent person. I will not vote, well, if, I was, if he was someone to vote for, I wouldn't vote for him uh, because I think he's, he abides by the wrong values. Is he going to win? Yeah. I think he, he has a good possibility of winning. Uh, will he continue to be my friend? Yes, we served in Jack and Jill together and other institutions together. I like, I like Mr. Cunningham. But again, I just think he has the wrong values right now. Okay, so Daniel, and Daniel, it, it is like me looking at you and listening to some of the things you're saying and just simply calling and saying, oh, Daniel is a racist. If I really thought you were those crazy, I wouldn't be, I would, wouldn't be nice to you. I would avoid you. But deep inside, I know your heart. Deep inside, I know your heart. I know it. Very well, sir. Very well. Okay, so go to have some positive here. Well, look, we are coming close to the end of the show. Um, sorry for being a little bit distracted on the back end, but there are some other things that have been going on in the background that had to get done. Uh, forgive me, but that's, that's, that's one of those things. Um, what we're going to do going forward is um, try our best, first of all, to support us. And I'm going to put that link in front of you one more time. If I can find it, if I can find it, if I can find it, if I can find it. I would love for you guys, I would love for you to please come to our Ask Egberto Anything. Sign up. I just put the link in there. I want to talk to you. I enjoy talking to you. And you can ask from the most lefty to the most righty who visits with us. Everybody gets to talk. Everybody gets a chance to put their opinion. And I'm not there to zoom it down. I'm there to let the conversation go. So please, 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 please go ahead and sign up for coming. It is free. But, uh, but now what it doesn't have to be free. You can share. It's free to share our programs, etc. So please do. But let me ask you a favor. I need your support. I honestly need your support. Um, it, it's, it's been very difficult living in two places at the same time. Now that I'm, you know, it, it's been, it was difficult before that because, you know, being a political activist is no, it's no real thing. But what I'd like to say is please support us. Go to politicsandright.com slash support and support us. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics and Right. And you know how I end this baby. I am what? Out. 
we spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.